My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Uh, social media, at mainlyplants across all the platforms. Um, you can also email me at uh, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Get a hold of me through email there, or you can uh, DM me through social media, or you can fill out the contact page on the website, which seems to be the easiest way for you guys to do it. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give you guys a little break on advertisements this week and skip those, um, and just kind of I wanted this week to kind of talk to you guys um, just about some stuff that I've been thinking about. Um, so it might end up being a shorter podcast, um, but I kind of want to just free flow on this one and see where you guys are at on some of this. Um, feel free to give me some feedback. But there's there's some stuff, I mean, it's kind of all just swirling around in my head. So however it comes out, it comes out. Um, the first thing is uh, a tip that I found. And if you are not 100% whole food plant-based and you are having animal products and you are grilling them, I'm not sure if you are aware of it or not, but charring your meat can cause carcinogens okay so when you char meat that that mixture of creatine and sugar in the meat creates um, a carcinogen which is why it can be unhealthy which is why even pregnant women like I mentioned on a couple podcasts ago should not be around grills if they are barbecuing meat okay you can cut down on the carcinogens if you do decide to still eat um, animal products from the grill. And what you can do is you can incorporate into a rub basil or mint or rosemary or sage or marjoram or oregano or thyme. Any combination of those or any, um, if you want to do just one or the other, that's fine. But they are herbs rich in carsonic acid, carnosol, and um, what's called rosmarinic acid. And they are all very, very potent antioxidants. So they cut down on the carcinogens that will um, be released and therefore consumed by you. So that's the first thing I want to mention on that. The second thing that I wanted to mention on that is that if you grill vegetables, you don't have to worry at all about it. Because again, you don't have those those um, creatines and sugars, uh, those compounds that that are what produce the, the carcinogens, and you also don't have any of those fat drippings that smoke up um, into other grilling-induced carcinogens, and those are called PAHs. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, PAHs stands for polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons. So. That's some stuff to think about. That's the first thing I want to mention to you guys this week because I had I had read about it somewhere like three or four weeks ago and I kept wanting to mention it because, you know, not everybody that listens to the podcast is 100% plant-based. Not everybody that I talk to and even coach is going to go 100% plant-based. So I want to give you the best, you know, options that that you can have, the best, um, the best advice, really. Uh, to, to, to go along with your lifestyle. And again, if you are 100% plant-based, that's fantastic, and you don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. Which kind of leads into my next you know, thought, is that if, I'm kind of torn on, on how to say this, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. 
if if we as humans were meant to eat meat, why would they be so bad for us? Even if you even if your meat is wild caught or wild hunted boar or deer or, or whatever it is, and you decide to throw it on the grill, why why would it produce carcinogens? Why would it be toxic to us if we were meant to eat it? And meant being through evolution or if you're religious through divine intervention, whatever it happens to be. But why would that be the case? And the opposite be true for vegetables. Whereas we can grill vegetables, we can char the shit out of them, but they aren't carcinogenic. You know, so I think that's really, that's really deep food for thought, pun intended is, you know, if we were made to eat this stuff, it wouldn't be bad for us. If our bodies were, were developed to eat this kind of stuff, it wouldn't be toxic to us. If we were, if, if I mean, even just a little bit, you know, you heard me talk about the Dr. Sean Baker results, where the, the guy ate meat, nothing but meat for 15 months, and his body turned to shit. His testosterone was in the tanks, his blood sugar was high, he was a borderline diabetic, if not already diabetic, um, I would be interesting to, interested to know what his PSA levels are, that's his prostate levels, and how inflamed his prostate is. But regardless, you can eat nothing but vegetables and be perfectly healthy, provided you're eating you know, a whole food, a varied whole food uh, plant-based lifestyle. But you can eat a varied meat lifestyle, nothing but meat, all different kinds of meats, and you're gonna be sick as hell. So why is that true? And I really think that whether you eat animal products or not, or you know somebody who does, just pose that question to them. Hey, let's talk about extremes. I can be, you know, speak as yourself, I can be 100% whole food plant-based the proper way and be in optimum health, but you can't be 100% varied meatitarian, car carnivorous, meatitarian, carnivorous, and be healthy. That's impossible. Why? Why is that? Why is that the case? And by the way, here's some studies for you. If you need some studies for me to pass along or, or if you want to you know, give them the results from my podcast, feel free. But point being, um, there's a bigger picture here that I think a lot of people are missing. And which leads into my other thought. You know, a lot of people will make excuses for, and I like using this, this uh, Dr. Sean Baker um, carnivore diet as an example. You know, I, I, I have seen a couple people on, through just through my, my personal social media network, hashtag Dr. Sean Baker, and that's what they're doing. They're gonna be doing the, the, uh, the carnivore diet because these people are overweight. And I think to myself, why would somebody do this? Why would somebody eat nothing but meat? And the short answer that I've that I've come up with is because that's what they're comfortable with. It's not what is healthy for them. And if they really thought it through and looked at the results, they would know it's not healthy. But these people are, you know, hey, I'm comfortable eating meat, so I'm gonna do nothing but eat meat and it's gonna make me lean out. Yeah, maybe. You know, it probably will. If you're obese and you eat nothing but meat, it probably will make you lean. But lean does not equate to healthy, and we're gonna to get to that in a second. But but why? Why don't they take the time to 
sit down and really think it through if they're so concerned about their health and, and, and look into the proper ways to A, lose weight and be lean, but B, be healthy internally, physically, and both mentally. And the only answer that I keep coming to is because they're uncomfortable doing it. They're uncomfortable eating properly. These people, you know, hey, I like a good steak. Sure, okay. That doesn't mean it's good for you. That's like a that's like somebody on heroin saying, I'm you know, I'm just gonna do the all I'm just gonna do heroin nonstop. I like it, it leans me out, I'm just gonna do heroin. Yeah, okay. It might lean you out, but it's not healthy. It, and it, I, I, I want to I want to say it's something that's other than it being just pure laziness, but I think on some level it is just pure laziness. I think that it is lazy to be fat and say, I'm going to eat nothing but meat. And meanwhile, these people season their meat with fucking vegetables. Garlic and oregano and basil and what, you know, all these different herbs, pepper and salt, these are all part of a whole food plant-based diet. Uh, salt's obviously a mineral, but, you know, whatever it be, whatever they season it with, you know, barbecue sauce <coughs> is not made out of meat. It's made out of a lot of bullshit, but also spices, which come from plants. You tell somebody to go eat a chicken breast that is not seasoned with anything, they're not going to want to do it. All these people who say, God, I love the, I love the taste of, of a good steak, or I love a good burger, I love a cheeseburger, or I love, you know, I love a, a, a chicken breast. You don't like it, these people don't like it without vegetables making it taste good. So why not just eat the vegetables? They tear the part that tastes good. I, I, I don't get it. And it gets frustrating for me, you know? Because, you know, my whole, my drive, what really f fuels me day by day is giving people advice and helping people reach their goals. And when I see people take these shortcuts, it bothers me. Because, yeah, they might get the results they want up front, but if, if they really were looking at their health, it would be concerned for them. You know, I guarantee you, at least one of them that I know of, did not go and get this person's blood tests beforehand. They just are taking it upon themselves. They did a little bro science and said, I'm going to eat nothing but meat. Mmm, doesn't work that way, my man. And extrapolate it down. I mean, that's obviously an extreme, but extrapolate it down. If you're eating any animal product, my question for you is why? Why? Because whatever it is, I can show you a peer-reviewed study, not backed by any kind of you know, corporate interest, but a legit study that shows how that's bad for you. So why? Why are you still eating these animal products? Aside from the fact of it tastes good. Aside from a lazy answer. You know? I want I'm, I'm trying, you know, I want to be I want to, I want to be real with you and I hope you're real with me. So why? That's my question. Why? Why why why? Why are you still doing it?
because I like the taste of cheese. That's not an answer. It's a lazy answer. Give me a real answer. If you care about yourself, I want a legitimate answer to that. If you care about your family, I want a legitimate answer to that. Because you have to understand there's more than just you in this world. There is your spouse or your partner or your kids or your parents or your friends. There are people who love you and want to see you healthy. So if not for you, maybe for them. But I just can't see an answer to it. So, you know, help me help me out. Um, I want to get back to the the lean not being healthy, okay? And it's and it falls along the same lines. Um, now, don't take this the wrong way, okay? The the when you look in a mirror and you see either a toned body or a body that you're happy with or a body that you're unhappy with, whatever it is. Your weight does not tell you what you need to know about your body, okay? When you step on a scale and it says 115, 150, 200, 250 pounds, that doesn't tell you anything. That doesn't give you any kind of detail. I'm six foot two, 200 pounds. If I look at a BMI index, it says that I'm borderline obese, overweight, but I'm not. I have more muscle mass than an average person because I work out every day and I like to lift heavy weights. And that's kind of my, that's my church for lack of a better word, my synagogue. But that doesn't mean that I'm healthy or unhealthy, just that alone. So what I'm trying to tell you is that if you're lean or if you're losing weight, it doesn't necessarily mean you're healthy. It doesn't mean that you're unhealthy. I want to put that out there, little side note. If you're doing it the right way, then it's fine. But if you're, you know, restricting calories and eating a lot of stuff that's not good for you, but losing weight, that doesn't mean that you're healthy. It means that you've lost weight. You might have lost muscle mass. You might have lost water retention. You might have lost body fat. You don't know. There are accurate ways to to tell, though. And the number one thing is you need a full blood panel done yearly. Okay, especially if you're somebody who's transitioning from an unhealthy lifestyle to a healthy lifestyle, you need blood tests done. There's no way around it. You need a full lipid panel. You need to know what your cholesterol is, your you know your LDL, your HDL, your triglycerides. You need to know what your body inflammation is, what your blood sugar is like. If you're a man over the age of 30, 35, I would say you need to get your prostate checked. You can do that through blood also. There's a whole bunch of things that you need checked. Your testosterone levels, your if you're a woman, your hormone levels, period. Um, thyroid, everything. That's number one that you need to have done every year. Okay, even if you don't have health insurance, it's it's not that expensive. You can get it done. There are people there. I I don't have health insurance because it's in Arizona. It's ridiculous. Okay, especially if you know when I'm uh, self-employed. But I found a naturopath who I really dig, and he gets um, he gets uh, wholesale pricing at a blood lab. So I get really good prices. I mean, it's more expensive than I, if I had insurance. 
you know, not in the long run because I'm not, I wouldn't be paying my three fifty a month with a six thousand dollar deductible. But I just got a, a big panel done uh, this past week for three hundred bucks, and that included my office visit. So it's really not that big of a deal once a year to do. Okay, so that's the first thing. Um, the second thing, you can have your body fat measured by a professional. Um, you can go the most uh, accurate test is the water displacement test. That's the most accurate. You can get the pinch test done at pretty much any gym. You can go and get you know a fifty dollar um, bathroom scale that has BMI sensors in it, or you can get one of those things that you hold with the the metal panels on it. That's the least accurate, but it'll still give you a ballpark idea. Even most grocery stores um, or or um, pharmacies where they ha- they used to have the um, the blood pressure, you know, the automated blood automated blood pressure monitor thing, the chair that you put your arm through the cuff. Most of them have it now, where um, they can tell your BMI. Also, there are ways to get it done. So you need to have your blood test done. There's you need to have your BMI measured, your body mass index, which that's what it stands for, which is basically you know water retention, muscle mass, fat, that kind of stuff, so you can know what all those percentages are. You know, if, if let's say you weigh 150 pounds, you can know what percentage of that is fat. And if you're overweight, if you're truly overweight, if, you, if, if your body fat percentage is too high, um, you need to have that done. And if you are transitioning from eating like shit to eating healthy, you heard my last podcast. I hope you did with uh, Dr. Stephen Berry. You you really should consider getting your gut health checked at Viome.com. If you decide to do that. Um, previous podcasts have my discount code. It's uh, plants gives you fifty bucks off. Um, that was an unintended advertisement, but um, those are the three things I would really recommend. You also need to consider reaching out to a professional, whether it be myself or somebody else. It doesn't matter. Um, just make sure they're competent and have somebody help you set yourself up for success, because you don't want to go through down this road. And realize that you've been doing it all wrong and get discouraged. That's the worst, that's the worst thing. Putting in a ton of work, not really know if you're doing it right, and then realize that you weren't and having to start all over. So reach out to somebody, ask me questions. People direct message me, email me all day long and ask me questions. And all I ask is 24 hours um, to get back to you during business days, if it's the weekend. Um, I'll get back to you by the end of the day that following Monday. That's the worst case scenario. But reach out, ask questions. The only way that we learn is by asking questions. And there's no stupid question when it comes to diet. We've all been taught the wrong thing for so long and we're all kind of figuring out what the best route is for each of us. So, you know, reach out. It does no harm. Um, with that, I do want to wrap up the podcast. I am sorry that it was late this week. It was a crazy, hectic, hectic end of the week. I like to do my podcasts on either Thursday or Friday, and then I upload them Friday. That way, um, I'm up to date on all the news. If there's any kind of news that comes out or anything like that, it's not too far delayed. Um, but my Thursday and Friday this past week were freaking slammed. Um so at least you're getting it on Sunday night um, or whenever you're listening to this. But please, please, really think about what I asked you. Um, really think about stepping into somebody's life that you care about 
and giving them a nudge because for better or worse in the long run, they are going to thank you. And even if they don't change, if they're a rational person, they're going to know that you're just doing it looking out for them and their best interest and and that you care about them. You know, don't be hostile about it. If you need some ideas on how to approach a friend, I've done it before. You can ask me for help. I'd be happy to give you know brainstorm some ideas with you. We could talk about it. That's fine. Um, but really think about that. And if you still are eating animal products, um, why? That's my question to you. With that, I hope you guys had a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Please take the time to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and share it with a loved one, friend, family member, neighbor. And until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>